I want you to have a serve first, sell second kind of mentality in your business. I want you to put people over profits. I want you to have radical care for the people around you on your team, the clients you're serving, the offers you create, and the brand that you're developing. You're listening to the Brand Vibe Podcast, where we highlight the stories, strategies, successes, and yes, the struggles of what it takes to not just build a business, but an iconic brand all around the life that you want to lead. I'm your host, Nicole Nieves, brand consultant, marketing maven, and highly caffeinated mom to three growing boys. After 15 years of being a corporate exec, I went from having a boss to being a boss by finally stepping into my CEO power. So if you're ready to do the same, then grab a glass of wine, cafe con leche, or whatever you're into these days, and let's catch a vibe. Welcome back to the Brand Vibe Podcast. This is episode four. Hey, quick favor. If you like what you hear, will you rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast with all of your friends? Your support to this movement means the world, and honestly, it makes all of the difference. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. Today, I'm going to be talking to you all about the three things that you need to start, grow, and scale your business at every stage in the process. Yes, the beginners, the intermediates, the advanced, new level, new devil every time. But these three core foundational pieces are what I come back to at every single stage. So whether you're a dreamer or aspiring entrepreneur, you're in the beginning stages, maybe made your first five figures, you're on your way to six, maybe multi six figures, or you see that seven figure mark in sight. Every single stage of running your business requires you to revisit refine and optimize these three core things. Number one, your business foundations. I'm talking about your why, your offer strategy, and the clients that you serve. It was January 2019, and I was at a crossroads. I had just lost my job. Out of nowhere, our company shut down. We were all let go. We had two days notice, and I just wasn't sure what to do next. I had spent all of my career climbing the corporate ladder. I followed the traditional path and I did damn well on the road up. I was vice president of a Fortune 500 company in their sales division by the young age of 25. I was leading multiple states in multiple territories. I was working with our product divisions and our marketing departments. I had went on to become marketing director of a nonprofit organization, really mission-driven, really excited about the road that my career was moving towards. And then the door shut down. And after we were all let go, I just sat there thinking, what's next? What do I do now? How do I figure out how to make the most of the situation? How do I figure out how to climb out of this? How to push and propel myself into this next level? Because I knew damn well that my experience for the past 10 plus years were not all for nothing. I knew that the things that I could contribute in this world were going to be great and vast and large, but I wasn't sure how to make that happen. I wasn't sure how to get there. And so I sat there trying to figure out for months what that next phase looked like. And it wasn't until I stopped trying to figure out the what and I started digging into the why that everything changed. Simon Sinek tells us people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. Let me say that again. People don't buy what you do, 
They buy why you do it. Your heart around something, that connects with people. We've talked about this again and again. Your business idea, frankly, is not quite the most innovative idea out there. It's probably been done before. It's probably been done again and again. But your heart around it, your mission, your values, why it matters to you, that is what makes the biggest difference. Why is that? So many people tell us people don't really care about what we do. Like people don't care about you. They care about themselves. So why is it that our core foundation, our deepest why is the thing that people can connect to? It's because people do business with people. It's because people want to trust you. They want to support a deeper mission. That makes them feel better about themselves. It makes them feel better about their investment, about their purchase. It also allows them to feel more confident in their choice to work with you. When they see that you are deeply passionate about the work that you do, they can't help but trust the fact that you are going to pour so much back into them because you care so deeply. So inherently, it's still a selfish decision. But at the end of the day, it's one of the most impactful rooted decisions that people can make when choosing to exchange money for a service or for a product. So one of the first things you have to do in laying your business foundation is to stop thinking about the what until you focus on the why. Why do you want to build this business? Why are you in the market to do what you do? Why are you creating that product? Why are you delivering that service? Why do you have that online template shop? Why are you running the mastermind? Why are you coaching? Why are you consulting? Why are you teaching courses? These are all deeper questions than I just want to make money. Frankly, these are deeper questions than I just want to make an impact. Both of those things matter. Both of those things are important. But why does that actually matter to you? Because you want to be the one that feels firmly rooted in establishing a business that is sustainable, that can get you through the ebbs and flows that you're going to be able to overcome in the ups and downs. And that comes with understanding why it matters to you. So here's a real simple exercise to dig a little deeper than your first answer on why you're building your business. I want you to ask yourself why two times, three times, four, five. I want you to ask yourself why again and again. Why do you want to build this business? Well, I want to make money. Okay, well, why do you need to make money? Because I need to provide for my family. Why is it important for you to provide for my family? Because it is. Okay, well, let's be honest. Sometimes we get to these questions and we start to get a little stuck on what that is. Keep going. Because when you can get that next breakthrough, then you start to get the deeper answer. Why is it important for you to provide for your family? Well, I had a really rough childhood growing up. I had parents who were constantly working overtime, trying to figure out how to provide for us, how to put a roof over our head, how to put food on the table. Providing for my family, it's a deeper issue than just what I'm supposed to do. It's what I want to do. It's the type of environment, the type of lifestyle I want to provide for my kids in the way I provide for my family. Okay, let's go. We're getting deeper. Let's go again. Why is it so important to you to create this lifestyle for your kids? Why is it important to you to be that provider? Because at the end of the day, I don't want them to care about what's happening at home. I don't want them to have to worry about getting a job at 14 years old just so that they can help contribute to things in the house. I don't want them to shelf their dreams aside. I want them to focus on what they want to do in their life. I want them to focus on what makes them happy. Do you see what happens here when you go deeper and you just ask yourself this question, on another level. 
your surface level answer initially of like, I just need to make some money starts to become deeply rooted beyond just the first thing. It starts to really unearth maybe some childhood memories, maybe some generational trauma, maybe some heartfelt ambitions and visions and focuses that you have had your whole life that maybe you yourself have shelled for so long. Figure out your why. Figure out your why. Hold on to it. Let that be the first thing that you do when you start your business. Let it be the first thing that you do when you get stuck in your business, when you're trying to grow to the next level of your business, when you are starting from scratch and erasing the whiteboard and trying to figure out what to do with your business all over again because you've realized that the way that you've been doing it the first time is not the way that you want to continue going. Start with your why. Start with your why. Revisit it again and again. The second thing under business foundations is I want you to think about your offer strategy, except this time I want you to think about your offer strategy from what you want to do. I want you to think about it from a deeper heartfelt gut level. What is it that you want to do? So many times we create offers around what we think our clients want us to do, or we create offers around what's our lowest hanging fruit, or we create offers around throwing spaghetti against a wall and figuring out what sticks. None of those are the wrong things as you're starting within your business, but it is so much more exciting when you get to focus on offers you actually want to do. I can't tell you how many times I had sat there looking at my product suite and thinking, oh, what should I change? Should I add the online course? Should I build a template? Should I start the group coaching program? Should I add the mastermind? Should I do the coaching? And it doesn't matter how many ways I can flip it on its head and strategically think about the advantages and the profit margins and the revenue drivers. At the end of the day, I ask myself this question, what do I want? What do I actually want to do? Find a magic wand and I can make any of these ideas be successful, which one would I pick? If you looked at yourself in the mirror and said, if I don't get paid a dime for this thing, I would do it anyway. That, that's your magic offer. That is your magic offer. So trying to figure out what your core offer strategy is at the beginning, at the growing and at the scaling phases of your business is important and it's very different. It's very different at each stage because when you're in the beginning, like I mentioned, you are kind of trying to figure it out. Sometimes you don't really know what you want until you've experienced it. Then you experience it and you get success in it and you're like, yes, I love this. Let me do more of it until you hit a max and you're like, "Mm, just kidding. I actually want to do something different and you're ready to pivot and that's great. Now go back to your offer strategy and figure out again, what do I want to do at this stage of my business, at this stage of my life? Or you get into it and you realize, gosh, I'm successful at this. People want this, but it does not light me up the way that I thought it was. I'd love to try this other thing. There's nothing wrong with pivoting within your business. And in fact, it's really important at each stage of your growth process for you to think about things differently, for you to pivot where you want to pivot, for you to double down where you want to double down. I want you to find the freedom and the fulfillment in doing things your way and running your business your way. Yes, there are best practices. Yes, there are great strategies. But I also want you to just be totally in tune with yourself. What brings you the most joy? What gives you the most energy? What makes you most excited? What sets your soul on fire? At every stage of your business, these things shift and they change. And things start to become more and more in alignment with who we want to be and the lifestyle that we want to lead. And so as you're growing and as you're creating these milestones, don't be afraid to go back to the basics. Don't be afraid to say, "Ah, I was already there and now here I am again. It's actually a good thing. That means you're growing.
Now, as you grow, your clients are growing with you just the same. And so who you want to serve is a core part of your business foundations. If you're starting out, it's important to think about that. Who do you want to serve? Much like what do you want to do and why do you want to do it? Who you want to serve is really important. You know, people have this perception that when you run your own business, you don't have to answer to anyone. And there's this allure of, I want to start my own business because then I can be my own boss and I never have to answer to anyone. Not realizing, especially if you're in a service-based business or a coaching or consulting business, you do have to answer to people, baby. You have got to answer to your clients. They are a core part of your business. They're going to hold you accountable. They're going to challenge you in new ways. You're going to be spending a lot of time with them. You're going to be creating offers and services for them. And so you want to work with clients that light you up. You want to work with people that bring you joy. The difference between you and your business answering to clients and you in your job answering to a boss is this is 100% in your control. You can control your boundaries. You can control when and how you choose to communicate with them. You can control what services you provide and don't provide. And you can control the clients you choose to work with and don't. So if you're at the beginning stage of your business, it will save you so much time and energy to just think about the type of dream client you would love to serve. And don't sell yourself short. Don't sit there and think, well, one day, well, it's not possible. Well, let me settle, honey. We don't settle for our life partner. Why are we going to settle for the clients that we choose to work with? Go after the clients you want and have that in front of you as a way to be ambitious for who it is you want to choose to allow to be such an important part of your life. And if you're at a phase where you're growing in your business, it's okay to pivot. It's okay to understand that you might be serving a different kind of client right now. You might want to serve a different kind of client right now. Start to think about the clients that you have already served that absolutely light you up. What is it about them? What is it about their characteristics? How can you attract more of them? And the ones that drained you, what can you do to shift some of your services, your offers, your messaging in order to make sure that you aren't attracting those kind of clients? And frankly, get a little bolder in saying no to the wrong clients instead of looking at things as a shiny object and an opportunity that you don't want to pass up. Money will come. The money will come. The money will flow. You just got to believe that the right client is out there waiting for you. You've got to believe that it's easy. You've got to trust in the process. You've got to protect the space around you. And you've got to believe that you're worthy of serving that highest level client. Whatever stage you're at right now in your business, starting, growing, scaling, revisiting these core business foundations at each of those moments where you feel stuck, where you feel like it's a time for a pivot, where you feel like you're ready for that next thing, that next breakthrough. Go back to the business foundations. Why does this matter to you? What do you actually want? What kind of offers do you actually want and who? Who do you want to serve and why? So that's the first bucket for you to revisit in your business. When you're starting growing, scaling, there are two more. The second one is going back to becoming the iconic brand that you know you are made to be. If you're ready to take a deeper dive into building, marketing, and growing your brand, then I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We're on the cusp of rolling out a brand new program that is quite literally going to revolutionize this industry. It's called the Brand Vibe University, Brand U for short. Brand U is your new go-to online business school with a twist. 
Inside, you're going to learn the step-by-step framework to starting, growing, and scaling your business all around the life that you want to lead. I cannot wait for this to roll out and we are right on the edge of our seats. It's about to happen. Stay tuned. But if you're like me and just can't wait, I'm going to give you a little taste of what's inside. Head on over to the show notes from today's episode at thebrandvibe.com slash podcast to get free access to an exclusive portion of this training today. It takes this episode on a much deeper level and allows you to really roll up your sleeves and learn how to build, market, launch, and grow your brand your way. Let's just think about this from some of the largest, most successful companies in the world. From Macintosh to Apple, from Facebook to Meta, from Kadabra to Amazon. True story. Look it up. These large companies didn't all start with the name that they are known for right now, and they're not going to end with the name that they are known for right now. Every stage of their growth process, every stage of their CEO setting a new vision for the impact these companies are going to have on the world requires them to revisit their brand to look deeper into the purpose of why they exist, into their mission, their vision, their values, their vibe, their voice, their energy, their offers, their staff, their talent. They are constantly evolving, constantly looking at how they can do things differently and not for the sake of just being different or disruptive, but truly for the sake of creating a greater impact and for realigning the offers, the services, the people, the culture, to what the CEO's vision is, to what the greater vision is for the company. So to sit here and think that we ourselves are exempt from that in some way, shape, or form is false, my friends. You can get away with messy action without a clear brand, without a clear vision or strategy in the beginning stages as you're trying to beta test things, create your MVP offer, really try to figure out what it is you want to do. But at a certain point, what got you here is not going to get you there. And you have to sit there and think, hmm, I actually need to think about what my brand represents in a different way than I ever have before. And this can happen at multiple stages in your business. This should happen at multiple stages in your business. So here are the areas that I want you to readdress when you are thinking about really crafting an iconic brand at each level in your business. Number one, I want you to think about your vision. What is the vision that you have for your company? So many times we think short term. We think about the now. We think about this year. We think about this month. I want you to think so much bigger. And I don't want you to cut yourself short on that. If you're still struggling with giving yourself permission to dream, go back and listen to episode one. I talk all about how to unpack that and how to really allow yourself to create a vision that is truly in alignment with some of your biggest passions and with what you feel called to do. When you're in the stage of creating a vision, you are steering the ship for your company. This isn't just about you anymore. In the beginning it is, and that's great, and that's what it should be. But then you get to this point where you're like, oh, what would this look like for me and? Me and an employee, me and my spouse, me and a team, me and a board of directors, me and investors. What would it look like to create a vision that brings all of these people with me along the way and creates such a large impact that I've only ever dreamed of? What would it be for you? Set the vision. 
Set the vision and don't you dare lose sight of it. It's so important for you to have that front facing. Like right now, if you know your vision, I want you to pause this podcast, put it on a post-it note, slap it right in front of you. I want you to send me a message at the brand vibe on Instagram and tell me what your vision is so I can cheer you on along the way. I want you to have this in front of you and never lose sight of it. And I want you to go back and revisit this vision whenever you feel stuck. You feel like you're not enough. You feel like you can't do this anymore. You feel like you're ready for something new, but you're not exactly sure what that is. Go back to the vision. The vision will guide you. The vision will set the stage. It will help you as you're growing. Number two, go back to your values. Stand for something. Stand firm for something. If everybody likes you right now, you're probably not doing a good job of standing in your values. You should be attracting people that connect to you. You should also be repelling people that don't really align with your values. And if you're trying to please everyone, you are going to please no one. Stand in your values, stand for something. Don't be afraid to do that. That is what sets you apart. That's what allows you to build a team that's aligned to your values. That's what allows you to do things differently in the offers that you provide people. That's what allows you to serve your clients with so much authenticity. That's what allows you to be disruptive is standing true to who you are in your values. Stop thinking that you have to pretend to be something you're not just for the likes and follows online. How is that any different than what we try to teach our kids on how none of that even matters, on how they should just be true to themselves, how they should have no fear in that? But yet we grow up and we build businesses and brands and are constantly freaking out about the likes and the follows and the growth and not offending anybody. I don't want to offend them. Well, if you're attracting people that aren't aligned to you, You're an offense to yourself when you start serving them and it's not something that you're excited about. You're going to start to hold a grudge against it. You're going to start to feel so misaligned. Stand in your values and revisit them again and again when you're feeling like, gosh, I'm I'm here. I'm at this point of breakthrough. I'm ready to get to that next level. What's going to make me different? What's going to help me to stand out? What's going to make me do things differently in this next phase? Authentic disruption is stemmed from core values that are unshakable. Y'all know I'm Puerto Rican. I have curly hair, really tight, nappy curly hair, and I often straighten it. You know, growing up, I thought I had to straighten it in the workplace. And not just I thought, that was when I was taken most seriously. I could sit at a boardroom with curly, tight hair, and it would be, oh, that's so cute. And immediately, I would not be taken as seriously. My opinions would not be valued. But I realized when my hair was straight and my makeup was done and I had a cute little fitted pencil skirt on, all of a sudden people were taking me more seriously. They, they were paying more attention. And I set out in my business to make sure that I went about building my brand in the most authentic way. That meant curly hair when I was feeling curly hair. It meant not feeling guilty about straight hair when I want to have straight hair. It meant making sure that my people on my team felt comfortable being just as they are. If that means they're going to show up in their natural curly hair and grow out their nails and have big gold hoops and wear no makeup, if that's what makes them feel good in their skin, if that's what's going to allow them to show up from a place of joy in the job that they're doing, then who am I to tell them otherwise? I want people to feel damn good about who they are and to feel aligned to their core values, not that they have to mask it behind anything else. And I want the same thing for you too. So anytime you're starting to feel like something's off in your business, your offers, your strategy, your brand, Go back and think about the type of clients you're serving, the type of offers that you have, the type of team members around you based on your values. 
adjust where you need to adjust, double down where you need to double down and don't have any fear or shame about it. And here's a quick tip in how you set your values. I want you to have a serve first, sell second kind of mentality in your business. I want you to put people over profits. I want you to have radical care for the people around you on your team, the clients you're serving, the offers you create, and the brand that you're developing. I want you to focus on serving your people first because when you do that, I promise you the money will follow. The money will follow. People know when they're feeling treated as a number as opposed to a human being. And that's going to make such a big difference in your business and referrals that come to you or don't. If you are a value-driven, people-first, serve-then-sell kind of business, You are going to disrupt this market. You are going to stand out from the crowd. You are going to get endless amounts of referrals that come your way again and again. When you choose to do business differently, when you choose to value people more than anything, people are going to want to work for you. People are going to want to support you. People are going to want to refer to you. And that, my friends, is when your business starts to boom. That's what starts to make it easy for you to feel like you can grow at each stage in the process because you start feeling really excited about it. You start feeling better about yourself and people start trusting you more and more each and every time. And that is the icing on the cake, the cherry on the sundae of what makes your brand iconic, what makes you completely different from everyone else that's out there. Now that that's settled, let's make sure that your vibe matches your values, your vision, and your mission for your brand. Establishing the core essence of how your brand is represented is the third piece underneath brand foundations, brand development that is going to help your business at each stage of growth. When you're starting your business, you need a brand. You need a brand. You don't need a website. You don't need logos, but you need some cohesion in what you're putting out there. You need a message. You need an essence. You need to be standing for something. These are all important elements to think through as you're starting in your business. People need to know what you're about, what you're representing. As you're growing, you better believe that your brand is growing with you. And so you want to revisit this piece as well. You want to make sure that your vision, your values, your voice, your vibe, your visuals are all matching the elevation that you are having at each stage of the process. Seeing a brand come to life visually, allowing it to really catch up to the evolution of the CEO of the creator is such a beautiful thing. Rebrands are one of our favorite things to do as an agency. And it's one of my favorite things to do as a CEO and business leader is to really think about how the core foundations of how I'm running my brand in my business is really representative of where I'm at at this phase of growth of the clients that I'm looking to serve, of what I'm trying to represent, and that my vision is truly coming to life. 100 percent of the time. The clients that come to me come to me because they feel fully aligned to my brand. And it's not just because of my logo or my website or my visuals. It's because they see the entire evolution of how each of those works hand in hand. It's a bit of the circle of life before your business and for your brand. Now, last but most certainly not least is your marketing and sales. Now, the reason that this is coming third is because if your business foundations are faulty, if your brand is not representative of who you are and who you're serving, then your marketing efforts are going to feel so hard. 
Are you marketing right now and it's feeling like you are talking to a wall? Are you feeling like you're not growing the way that you want? You're not connecting with your ideal client. You're not attracting your tribe. It just feels so hard. It feels like you're going through a checklist. It feels like you're sitting there having to bend and twist to whatever the latest trends are. And yet that's still not working. It's nothing to do with your marketing. It's everything to do with your foundation, your brand, and the first piece, your message. Your message really is representative of everything that we've already talked about. And so if you don't cover the first two things, then your message is going to be so hard to refine. This is called brand marketing, and it's not super popular in the online space, but it is huge with businesses. Brand marketing is what is going to revolutionize your business because what it means is that your messaging, your marketing efforts, all of that is reflective of the brand that you represent. It's reflective of who you are, and it just feels so much easier at this point. You get to show up with confidence and stand in your values with no shame. You get to sit there and communicate your message in a way that's going to speak to your people. You're going to attract the right people to your business because you've elevated your brand. And as a result, you've elevated your message. And you're now talking very strategically and very specifically to the person that you want to reach. That's what marketing is all about. You want to sell something. You want to share an offer. You want to communicate the value that you bring. And all of that starts with the message you're using in your marketing, which stems from your brand. So if you want to craft messaging that converts, if you want to be able to connect with people in the right way, if you're sitting there rewriting your I help statement, your Instagram bio, your headline on your website again and again, you better go back to your brand values. You better go back to the essence of what your business is all about. You better revisit some of those core foundations and start to figure out how you can pull out some of those core pieces and connect that to your audience with your messaging. When we do rebrands and brand strategy for clients, this is where we start. And when we get to the marketing section, it is so easy to pull out content and messages and story and connection points because we've already done the hard work. Your message is the first piece of your marketing that needs to be clear. So do it right. Because when you do, then you get to hop into the second piece of marketing, which is your content, baby. The things that you'd want to talk about, the things that you want to say online, the blogs that you're writing, the podcasts you're recording, the YouTube videos you're curating, the TikTok videos you're creating, the reels that you're doing, all of that is representative of the core message that you want, of your stories that you want to represent. And that becomes so much easier. Content creation, content marketing, attraction marketing, all of that becomes so much easier when you're leveraging your brand, when you're really choosing brand marketing, essentially, when you're really choosing to communicate a message that is really a part of who you are. So when it comes to your content strategy, now you're not sitting there thinking, what do I talk about today? And how do I say it? You're able to really hone into your content and feel good about it. If you're looking for some practical tips on content marketing, let me rapid fire a few things your way. Start by understanding what your brand islands are. And the reason why I call them brand islands instead of maybe content pillars like you're familiar with is because these are your core foundations of what you want to be known for inside of your brand. For example, my brand pillars are branding, marketing strategy, launching and sales, business growth, and my personal life. And the personal life matters. Why? People do business with people. My personal brand is what attracts people. It really allows me to show up and share the struggles, the good, the bad behind the business. It allows me to share with you a bit of my mom life, like that entire bucket. These are my five brand islands. This is what I create content around. Then from there, you can create five content 
pillars underneath each of the brand islands. So underneath branding, I can have five specific things that I want to rotate through in talking about branding. I can do the same thing for marketing, for launching, for business growth, and for my personal life. I can talk about the power and personal branding. I can talk about rebranding. I can talk about values. I can talk about vision. I can talk about um, mission. Like I can choose what those core pillars are underneath each of my islands. You can think of these as subcategories. And then from there, I want you to think about the what, the why, and the how underneath each of these categories. What is this? Why does it matter? How can you help your people learn from it, grow from it, give them a hat, give them a tip? Ask yourself those three questions underneath every content pillar, underneath each brand island. That's it. That is your content strategy in a nutshell. You come here every single month, every quarter, and you revisit it. You think strategically about what you want to roll out, depending on what you're selling and what you're offering, and you provide a unique approach and spin on it. You deliver it in a way that educates and entertains, and you have fun doing it. The content is going to flow off so much faster when you're able to really curate content based off of your core values and then branch off from it from there. Last under marketing is launching and selling. I don't want you to be afraid to sell your product. So many people get to this point and they freeze. All right, Nicole, I get it. I can talk all day long about my values. I can talk all day long about why this matters. I can drop tips and reels and content that is going to slay. But when it comes to my offer, I don't know how to sell it. When it comes to my offer, oh, I'm a little bit more timid. I'm not exactly sure. I'm shy. I, I, I. Stop getting in your own way. You have just put in so much energy and effort into building this business. You deserve to sell. You deserve to sell. You deserve to make money. You deserve to grow your wealth. You deserve to be able to have an income so that you can make an impact. You deserve to be influential so that you can put money back in your pocket so that you can provide the life you want for your family, for your kids, for your community. Do you get it? This is a right that you have as a business owner, as a creator, as someone who is spending their time and energy and effort pouring out and giving back to other people. So don't be afraid to sell. Don't be afraid to go out there and to talk about your offers with conviction. Go out there with confidence. Go out there like you have the damn cure to cancer. Like you are so excited for what it is that you are providing people that if they don't get it, you feel the weight of what their life is going to be like when they don't get it. Have that level of intensity and confidence in what you do. And know this, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Your offer isn't always appropriate for people at each time. It's okay to say no. Sometimes no means not now. Sometimes no means in a little bit. But go after your ideal client with conviction and then release the process. Like separate yourself from the results. Separate yourself from the process. You can't control that. What you can control is how you show up. What you can control is choosing and deciding that you are entitled to launching and selling from a place of conviction and confidence. It's funny because our business name is The Brand Vibe. And so a lot of people hear that name and they think, oh, she helps with brand strategy or she helps with brand identity and brand design. And we do. We absolutely do. But the number one thing that we are known for that our agency supports that I coach my clients around that we consult with big brands on is launch and sales strategies. And the reason why we get to do it differently than anyone else is because we teach launch strategy from a place of conviction based off of your brand and the impact you're making. We refine your offer to make sure that it's something that people actually want and need to make sure that you feel aligned to it and excited to sell it. 
we establish your brand in a way that really is attracting the right people to who you are. And then we create a killer launch strategy and marketing campaign that just enhances all of that. And as a result, you get to slay. You get to show up in your genius. You get to leverage your marketing in a really strategic way. This is when marketing feels easy. This is when launching feels exciting. And this is where the possibilities feel endless. That's the team, my friends. These are the three things you absolutely need in your business when you're starting it, when you're growing it, when you're scaling it. These are not negotiable. You can do business your way, but these three things have to be solidified. You cannot neglect them and expect to be successful long term in a sustainable way that allows you to build a business around your lifestyle without these three things. Establishing your business strategy and foundations, creating an iconic brand that sets you apart, and leveraging marketing and sales with confidence and conviction. You got this. You can do this. These three core elements are going to elevate your brand and your business in ways you have never dreamed of before. And I can't wait to see what you do. And hey, if you're inspired by today's episode and you want more resources, head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash podcast for today's show notes. In it, you'll get exclusive access to a free lesson that's going to teach you how to establish your business foundations, grow your iconic brand, and elevate your marketing and launch strategy with confidence and with ease. I'm so excited for you to dive in, but I'm most excited to watch your journey on building an aligned and ambitious iconic brand. Until next time, I'm sending you all of the good vibes. Yes, you just did that. You just finished another episode of the Brand Vibe Podcast, and I'm already so sad that it's over, aren't you? Well, listen, to make sure you don't miss a beat when the next episode drops, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, like right now. Unless you're driving, don't do that. And hey, here's the good news. You can head over to our little corner of the internet at thebrandvibe.com slash the community corner for all the show notes and resources from today's episode, including access to our blog, guest experts, exclusive training, and our online Facebook community, The Brand Vibe Society for Entrepreneurs. The community corner is filled with tips for multi-passionate leaders who are owning their vibe and building their brand their way. Yep, this was pretty much made just for you. Full access awaits. Head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash the community corner. corner.